Hey, Ravings and Cravings here, otherwise known as Ruth Hartunian Allenbaugh. Thank you for letting me come into your house tonight or wherever you're living. I am here, not with our guest that I was going to have, but I'm here with my longtime forever friend, Kathleen Ann Thompson, who's on my right, your left, if you're watching this on YouTube. So thank you for being here, Kathleen. Oh, thanks for having me. Yeah, we planned this, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> we're going for a walk on the rail trail thingy, and I get a message at... 432 and here we are saying that the other people can't come but you'll see them hopefully another time so today uh, I thought what we would do is we would talk about the holidays and there's so many things to talk about because Kathleen and I have spent do you know how many no at least 30 mm, probably more like 35 maybe yeah. yeah we've spent 35 Christmas Eves together yeah Get a close-up of that. Even right? on COVID, we did it over Zoom. We did over Zoom, yeah, because we we were indomitable. We were not going to. We not were not it. missing our Christmas <laughs> Eve celebration. And actually, we're going to talk about some things that we did to combat that whole debacle as far as the the, the pandemic. But we're going to start with Thanksgiving because Thanksgiving's first. Thanksgiving is this week. Thanksgiving, I this year, as I have in other years in the past, I'm going to be hosting Thanksgiving. So. If you are an international student and you would like somewhere to go for Thanksgiving, you can come to my house anytime after one o'clock and have a traditional Thanksgiving meal. So uh, if you're interested in finding me, I will be happy to give you my address. I'm not going to do it over the air, but you can find me on Instagram, Crave Eat Love, or you can find me, Ravings and Cravings, on Facebook. Send me a message and say, hey, I would like to spend Thanksgiving with you, and I'd be happy to welcome you for a traditional Thanksgiving meal. What are you doing? What do I do for Thanksgiving? What are you doing? Yeah. I'm going to my parents. My parents are older, and so they don't really want to go out. So our whole family is trucking the dinner to them. So I'm bringing vegetables, and my one sister's bringing pies, and the other one's making the turkey. Meals on wheels? Pretty much. Pretty only much. way better quality. Way better. And we're going to just talk briefly about a Thanksgiving we both experienced a couple of years ago so this is a this is a memory and I'm gonna let you lead because you're the one who started the ball rolling on that yeah so I had back surgery probably two weeks before Thanksgiving in 2021 and so it was iffy as to whether I was going to go celebrate Thanksgiving with my family anyway my sister and brother-in-law were going to pick me up but I woke up in the morning not feeling too great and I heard this crash. I mean, a really loud crash, kind of in the kitchen-ish area. So I, I hobble into the kitchen and I don't see anything in the kitchen. And then I open the pantry and what I see is that a shelf had fallen off the wall and it just happened to contain olive oil, jams and jellies and balsamic vinegar. Oh, and yeah. so that had all crashed to the floor. And if you don't know how <laughs> sticky balsamic vinegar is, it's very sticky. Mm -hmm. So you add that to the jam and jelly and then the olive oil. So it's a slippery mess. Plus it's sticky. Plus there's broken glass all over the floor. And I'm not supposed yep. to bend or lift anything. So I call up Ruth, who is hosting Thanksgiving at her house, and I go, are you well enough along in your dinner preparations <laughs> that you can come over and bail me out so you, and help me clean up my floor? And she did, because she's the friend that she is. Mm -hmm. And it took kind of a long time to get it all picked up. Mm -hmm. 
And then her husband came over and fixed the shelf so it wouldn't fall off from now on. So I shouldn't have this accident happening again. Mm -hmm. So what we did, that was the year that we launched a project because we got gypped out of Christmas because of COVID. So we launched, I'm kind of going to jump around a little bit, but this seems like it could segue into it. We launched a project called We Need a Little Christmas. And that month... We just talked, right? Yes, that okay. month we just talked. All right, so We Need a Little Christmas Project was our way of saying, you know what, we are still going to celebrate Christmas every month of the year. So if you go to Kathleen's YouTube channel, which is Kathleen Ann Thompson, you will see 12 entries of We Need a Little Christmas that's month-specific. So in January, we did a mashup of In the Bleak Midwinter and We Need a Little Christmas. I played the piano, she sang. And these are our, our own musical arrangements. February was I Love You, Bushel and a Peck, mm -hmm. and We Need a Little Christmas. And we launched it on the 25th of every month at, was it 8.30? Something like that, 8 or 8.30 8 p.m. 8.30 p.m., yeah, yeah. Uh, March was... Danny boy. Danny boy and we need a little Christmas you're getting the theme here so we did that every every month and another thing that because we both love music Kathleen was a music major in college my credentials are in music therapy so we've created music together for 30 plus years yeah, and so we kind of, we have fun doing that, and it was fun to do that. It was fun, because what happened was, because we couldn't celebrate Christmas together except over Zoom in 2020, we decided that we were going to celebrate it every single month yep. during 2021 yeah. in the hopes that we could meet live in 2021 <laughs> and celebrate yeah. Christmas together, which we did. Mm -hmm. And if you go to my YouTube channel, you, which is Ruth Hartunian Allenbaugh, you will find, I think, two dozen traditional carols played on a really wonderful pipe organ with the words to the carols so if you're the person like we always wanted to make music accessible because we just felt like it was something to be shared and not kept to ourselves so you can even if you can't leave your house you can sing those carols i will be playing the organ and all the words are there too so there's no reason to not celebrate the season with with music but that being said should we go on to the, this kind of goes into the Christmas celebrations. Yeah. And the we've celebrated almost every Christmas Eve together, I think. I think so. Yeah. And One in particular when you were pregnant with your younger daughter. Well, I was like, I was a beached whale and I was stuffing cookies in my mouth. And <laughs> she was born four days later. And I was like, that, that was a painful Christmas. <laughs> But it was it was still fun. So yeah, so we've celebrate Christmas Eve together. We exchange gifts. Everybody takes turns opening their gifts at your house. We do that. Not everybody rips into things. That's right. We have to savor each one. Yes, that's right. And and she puts out Christmas crackers. Like she makes a really wonderful meal for all of us, and we enjoy that. And then we all have those crackers that you pull and has a little crown in it. Right. We all have to wear the paper crown. Yeah, yeah. That's... We get a joke, which we share among each other. And then there's always a game inside there. If you haven't ever done it, it's super fun. Yeah. The games are really cheesy, but whatever. And the jokes are kind of <laughs> cheesy, too. Mm -hmm. But, it, you know, it's a tradition now that we do it pretty much every year. Yeah, it and we is. we all wear the crowns at dinner. And we have most Christmas Eves gone to church together. And I will play at your church. And you always lead the singing, so... Mm -hmm. uh, that's also a happy tradition too so you know there are a lot of great traditions during the holidays but we also wanted to acknowledge 
the the harder things because life goes on you know tomorrow the sun will come up and it'll go down someone will be born someone will die and uh, one Christmas in particular was probably the hardest I don't know was it I would say so yeah. yeah why don't you tell everybody about it so in 2004 um my husband died suddenly on December 20th so you can imagine that Christmas wasn't at all fun hmm. um the blessing was that in fact we had his funeral on December 24th so the people who were the closest to me, Ruth and her family, and then another couple who are from England who have come to Christmas for probably almost as many years as yep. you have, yep. mm -hmm. they were there along with my family. So we, we had Christmas together in a very challenging time, but it was good to have people who loved me like that and and were just grieving just like I was. So we were we were experiencing this together rather than going our separate ways and kind of nursing our wounds by ourselves. Mm -hmm. It meant a lot to me to have to have them with me. Especially since my husband and I loved Christmas together. Yeah. We yeah. Always had a huge group of people. Originally, when we first got married, we had probably 30 people at our house on Christmas Eve. And it was a tiny, it was a tiny and house. And it was a tiny house. It was, tiny. it was a four-room house, and we so. had no room, but we didn't care. It was like, we'll just have all these people over. We had a bunch of Christmas trees. We would go out and cut one fresh and then decorate it with ornaments we had collected. Oh, and your cats were... That's right. Our cats were always uh, in the middle Felix of Felix and Oscar. And they did not bat the ornaments off the tree, they were or, nor cats. did they climb it, which was pretty amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So it was always a wonderful, magical time for us. And so when he died, it was really, it was like insult to injury that it was at Christmas time. Mm -hmm. And so ever since then, we, Ruth has helped me to make new traditions at Christmas so that I wasn't just trying to repeat the old ones that I missed with my husband. And that's been really special to me. And, you know, talk about old traditions where we would spend a day with probably at least 10 to 12 pounds of butter. <laughs> yeah. And, and make a bajillion kinds of cookies. And now we're a little more health conscious and we still like butter, but we don't do that tradition anymore. But I want to make one comment as far as, you know, the year that, that Jerry died. You know, the, we... Of course, we would talk about maybe you don't want to host it. Maybe we should host it so you don't have to do it. But, you know, you wanted to do it. And I think it was it was uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. And it was really it was hard to know what to say. And like, should you laugh? Should you be happy? Should you be mournful? But I I think I think the part that was the glue in a sense, at least from where I sat, was the fact that there was somebody that. We, we could all be together and we could, it was all right to feel that discomfort. Yes. Because it was, it was our reality at the moment. Yes. And the fact that we enabled each other, allowed each other to feel that was yeah, good. it was. Like, we didn't hesitate to talk about what was uncomfortable and we didn't hesitate to talk about Jerry and we didn't hesitate yeah. to not talk about Jerry. Mm -hmm. We didn't have to censor ourselves and right. I think that's one of the things that sometimes at the holidays we have expectations that are unrealistic mm -hmm. or we think we have to put on an act in a sense and I knew that 
the people I was with didn't require that from me. And so I could be joyful and sad at the same time. I could grieve Mm -hmm. and also have joy in the season. And I could appreciate the people who were still with me Mm -hmm. because I still have my parents who are 89 and 91. And that was almost 20 years ago now. And they were a lot younger then, but I didn't know that I would have them this long. So Mm -hmm. there's always things we can appreciate even as we're grieving something. And that was something that I was able to see and experience by having Mm -hmm. the people who were closest to me with me at the time. Yeah. So, you know, this was a this is an opportunity to acknowledge the fact that this season, I think it accentuates the joys and it also accentuates the sorrows even more so. Because I keep thinking if some of the things that happened to us happened on May 13th, you know, we wouldn't. Right. We wouldn't think of any anything of it. But here we're close to Thanksgiving and Christmas. And I, 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 I'm, I have to say that as much as I love where I live and where I am, there's just too much stuff going on. And I'm a FOMO person. We were just talking about this and I don't want to miss anything, but I just, I have to say no. And I got to close the door because otherwise it's just, there will be no silent night. Right. At all. Right. You know, there will be no silent night. The other thing that uh, we could also mention is I had it in my notes here too. Where is it? Oh, caroling. Right. So for many years, and I haven't done it for since my children have left home, but for many years, we used to open our doors up on Lewiston Avenue. We would invite everybody who wanted to, even if you didn't know the songs, to come and go caroling in our neighborhood and then to come and eat at our house afterwards. And so it was a mix of people who were homeschooled and church people and townspeople, even some politicians. Anyway, uh, right. Uh, and so it was people from many walks of life, from many different places, people that, I mean, I would invite people on the street, you know, I don't mind, it doesn't matter to me. And we would go to all these houses in our neighborhood, all of the neighbors that we went to, they knew that we were coming every year, they would look forward to us to, uh, to come. We never rehearsed, didn't bring any instruments with us, because like, who wants to freeze and play the guitar in the middle of winter? Bells, maybe. Bells in the pocket. That would be about it. Yeah, that's about right. And, you know, we would let people pick one song, and then we would then we would sing, We Wish You a Merry Christmas, and go on our way. So, you know, one of our neighbors one year, she wanted us to sing Oh Holy Night. And, I mean, you would have thought that we rehearsed. Because <laughs> it, it, sounded, it sounded so good. It did sound good. It was amazing. And she wanted us all to come into her house. But I remember we stopped at one house, and that house, that person was like, there's a women's basketball game on right now. We don't want you here. And I was like, fine. We'll just go on to someplace else. Uh, so that has been a really, that had been a wonderful tradition to do that, too. Can you think of any others, at least for you? Even if it wasn't with me, it's okay. That one was a big one because... It's a, it's a tradition that people used to do routinely, but it's pretty much died True. out. And so we and some people can be suspicious, like, what do you actually want? Yeah, like, do you want money? <laughs> yeah, or... exactly. Yeah. And But then when they realize, oh, no, we just want to sing to you, they really appreciate it. So that was very fun. And then mm-hmm. the hot chocolate and cookies and stuff afterwards was fun, too. And meeting people from the neighborhood was, was really cool because I didn't. For many years, I didn't really live in a neighborhood, so I appreciated oh, the fact right. that you lived in a neighborhood where the lights were all on. 
Whereas where I lived was a busy street where people hit deer and then knocked on the door and said, can I call the police? So it was a big difference. Big difference. You're kind of out in the country. I'm in the city. And, you know, actually that brings up a really good point because, you know, Ravings and cravings. It's it's about food. It's about drink, and it's it's the fellowship that comes with sharing a meal with someone. It's the fellowship that comes with getting to know your neighbor. I'm I I'm always astounded that people don't know who lives next door to them. I just find that incredibly sad, because you know what if something happens to somebody? I mean, what if something happens to me? I would like I would like my neighbor to kind of be watching out for me, and. I did have this thought recently, though, where, you know, what's what's the difference between someone who really cares and someone who's really nosy? So I haven't come to any conclusion <laughs> about that, but I think there is a line that, you know, where there's a crossing that uh, shouldn't have gone there. But I think it's good to know who your neighbors are. And the caroling is what fostered those friendships. Oh, yeah, definitely. And, you know, people, when we caroled, they sometimes gave people candy or a candy cane, and they came to expect it. And then when I stopped doing that, people would say, oh, we miss you coming caroling. And, mm-hmm. you know, so the, the, there's a season for everything. I don't even know what I do now that's a tradition. Uh, well, one <laughs> thing we try to keep as a tradition, but we haven't been able to successfully do it, is the Christmas tea that our family does. Oh, yeah. It started with my sister bringing her goddaughter when she was about two to this Christmas tea in Newport. And then, and of course, my mother was there. Mm-hmm. And so, and then, and then it got to be, I got added. And then some of my mother's friends got added. And one in particular, what made me think of it was when you were talking about neighbors and the neighborhood, because mm-hmm. my, my parents' neighbors, their house was so close to our house that it was like all the kids were one big family. Mm-hmm. And so she, my mother's neighbor would come, Nita. Oh, yeah. And she came to the tea. And then some of my mother's other friends came to the tea. Then I started inviting Ruth to the tea. So now it's all three of us girls, plus my one sister's husband, plus a whole bunch of my mother's friends, mm-hmm. plus Ruth. Mm-hmm. So it was getting to be a bigger and bigger, bigger group, and fun. it was super fun. Mm-hmm. But the last two years, Ruth hasn't been able to make it, including this year. So we're <laughs> going to have to do it without her, which is a bummer. Because so it's really, it's a beautiful event. They call it the silver tea because they bring out their silver teapots and fancy china, and and the food's they, good. They have their own blend that they serve that day. Too, I think they the do, and they have they have a woman who plays the piano, and she's really good. Yeah, yeah, it's really fun. Yeah, I'll, I'll be hosting a holiday gathering for internationals on that day. On is it December? December second. Second, yeah, Saturday, December second. And actually, what precedes the tea, which is also part of a tradition, is to go to all those church bazaars. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Looking for a bargain. Looking for a bargain. Trying to find something fun or trying some of the food that they have and just going from shop to shop. That that was always great. I, I, I found some good stuff doing that. Oh, yeah. This one year, you weren't with me that year. There was this cookbook that I really, really like that's very expensive. It's out of print. You can only, if you buy it online, it's about $75. And I found it at this used book sale in one of those church bazaars, (laughs) Christmas bazaars, for a dollar and bought it for Ruth. Score. That that one is a keeper. Yeah, that was a good one. We'll keep that for a long time. That's for for sure. sure. Well, and, you know, our children were born, my children were born into the tradition of Christmas Eve with you and your husband. Um, and, and now with, without him and we have enjoyed being there for many, many years. 
you know, it's part of the, you know, load stuff up. We already, we got the routine down. <laughs> but you haven't told me what I'm bringing this year No, yet. we haven't picked the menu yet. So I already made like 10 dozen dinner rolls. I could do That's that. That's true. Yeah. That, I've, I've, I've been trying to get a little start on that. And I'm doing all the cooking for Thanksgiving. I hope someone shows up on Thanksgiving because I will hate to have gone to all that trouble for nothing you know apple pie pumpkin pie everything from scratch guys okay so like this is my commercial come spend thanksgiving <laughs> apple pie uh, pumpkin pie pecan pie um i have a cherry macaroon jonathan wanted that he wanted something with cherries oh wow i made homemade cranberry relish I will be making all of the other stuff like within the next couple days so i'll be at home a lot but anyway so today you know, we talked about holiday traditions, and maybe you have a few yourself. Maybe we'll do a call-in show in, in December sometime and talk about those kinds of things. Uh, if you, I think one of the recipes that you had from years was a fallen chocolate souffle. Oh, yeah. That was like... Fallen chocolate souffle cake. That was... That was to die for. That was to die I for. I might have to make it again. Oh, and actually, we can put a plug in for this. So we're going to be leading, doing Christmas carols at the Senior Center. Do you remember what date that is? I think it's December 5th. December 5th. So if there are any seniors out there who uh, want to go, we're going to check our phones here for the date. And you could come and sing Christmas songs with us. We'd love to have you. Yep, December 5th at 1 o'clock. We're going to do a holiday sing-along at the brand-new state-of-the-art Senior Center. They bought a real piano for the, for the occasion. Excellent. So it doesn't wiggle when I play it because now it's got real legs. It seemed like it was going to vibrate off the stage yeah, the yeah. last time. Um, it, it happens. So anyway, I, uh, this is Ruth Hartunian-Elba. I'm going to sign off today. I'm going to say happy Thanksgiving to you. I'm going to thank Kathleen so much for being here with me. Because otherwise I'd be alone. Well, not really because Matt's still here. Okay, you know, Matt is still here. This is Ravings and Cravings signing off on Good Company, W-I-L-I, -I, and Happy Thanksgiving.